Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. I'm Mike, and I made a whole bunch of people watch Lost Boys. I am here, as always, with Allison, and joining us again, back by popular demand, Amanda Welzine and Ryan Fust. And Ryan has only seen Lost Boys before and never heard it. So <laughs> That is correct. I guess to quickly explain what that means is uh there was a weird period of time where i was watching my friend do dj sets at uh, a nightclub that would play 80s movies on the tvs but would never have any sound because nightclub yeah but they did have subtitles on so i watched uh breakfast club lost boys and a few other films that way so technically i've seen lost boys but yeah as you said i've never actually heard it until uh mm. last night are you glad that you've heard it now? <laughs> I am so glad that I've heard it now. Oh, my God. I mean, what better visual to go along with 80s music than Alex Winter with hair extensions? <laughs> like, very obvious. Hair oh, yes. The hair in the mo- movie is beautiful. It is beautiful. It's a beautiful hair. Uh, All of um, the hair. All of the hair. Uh, Amanda, yeah. do you want to do a uh, one-minute recap of Lost Boys? Ooh, oh, boy. Okay, I can definitely try. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a family of three move to a uh, oceanside town where they are trying to get a new start. It's a mom and two kids. Oh, no. Michael and uh, Sam. Sam, I think. Max. Yes. No, Sam. Ma- oh, Sam. Max. That was right. Sam. No, Sam. Oh, Sam. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> and um, they are just moody teenagers trying to do moody teenager things on the boardwalk. And Michael sees this beautiful girl because, of course, he does. So he decides that he's going to follow her, which is very, very creepy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so creepy. <laughs> uh, to which point he meets all of the ooh, vampires. And in the meantime, his brother is finding out that some of the younger kids are also vampire hunters. It's very, very weird. Um, fight, fight, fight. They um, destroy the lead vampire who really wanted to bone their mom. And <laughs> the end. <laughs> One that minute exact. Was perfect. All right. That's exactly it. <laughs> you know. I find your recap interesting, though, because I got a totally different take from the movie. Okay. For me, it was the story of an oiled shirtless man on the beach playing saxophone very aggressively. Oh, yes. That, too. I didn't and know. And just it all was of these things like happened that. around him. <laughs> I still wish it was just his movie. 
I found out something amazing. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the band Gunship. They're like an 80s retro yeah. kind of synthwave band. Yeah. And they, they did a song recently videos. called, uh, yeah, they did a song called Dark All Day, which was inspired by Lost Boys and actually has the saxophone player <laughs> from the movie featured on the track. What, wow. what is it? Tim Capello? What's yeah, Tim Capello. Yeah. So you've told me about the saxophone player on the beach. I didn't mm-hmm. know. Like, I thought it was just some weird, like, interlude where it was just a man <laughs> running on the beach playing a saxophone. Oh, like, this is the mood music in between scenes. Like, no, it's a full-on concert. I didn't know. So when he came on, I was like, this is much more aggressive. I'm very it's, He's so aggressive. Yeah. He is. He is singing for his life. And he is... <laughs> Like, do you think he bathes in olive oil? Because he looked slick. Like, he was glistening. He, he was oh, yeah. glistening. He was glistening. I've never seen that before on film. I didn't know that it could be so intense. And he had his hair half up, half down, which, you know, respect. And, uh, and I do like that he had a studded belt on. I thought that was a nice emo throwback for me. And wrestling leggings. Yep, wrestling leggings. And he was really <laughs> playing that saxophone. He played saxophone for Tina Turner as well, by the way. I so mean, like, he good did. For yes. Wow. Yes. I would start a Tim Capello fan cast because uh, I really like this guy. Do you think he no picked joke. out his wardrobe for this? Himself? I think he brought his wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, no joke. Do you want to start the Capello cast? Yes. No. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. I'm down. Amanda, would you do the artwork for the uh, Capello cast? Oh, of course. Oh, <laughs> It's nice. actually going to be uh, myself and Mike. We are going to uh, replicate the costume. Oh, I didn't oh, think it was like going him? to be anything else. Yeah, yeah, so if you could just get the picture of that and just kind of Photoshop like muscles onto our bodies. Okay, I'm okay. Sh- I'm, okay. I'm sure no, just use his body bit. and then Photoshop their faces onto two of oh, the bodies. Oh, there we go. There we are. See, because you really want to get the glisten down. It's very important. Uh, yeah, because you know what? If, That's we, right. if we actually wore those outfits, I'm scared that Ryan and I would give up comedy and join local wrestling because, uh, I mean, we would make a great tag team and they're... Oh, totally. Yeah. Real quick, speaking of glistening, the vampire blood is got glitter in it? Yes, it does. Did yes. Did notice that? Yes. It was yes, extra, it does. extra sticky too, Corey Feldman said. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't feel good about that. I wonder right, if, so I, if Twilight uh, took that from Lost Boys. Oh, no, did it? The whole vampire's glistening crap was like, well, in Lost Boys, they had glitter blood, so why don't we make them glistening? Oh, I can follow that. That might be that Maybe might be that thing. was it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to upset everybody. I don't like Twilight. I, I hated it. Here's my history with Lost Boys. I, I've said it before. <laughs> I'm the same age as the Corys. So every Corey movie that came out, I absolutely loved. Lost Boys was and continues to be one of my favorite movies of all time. He was really happy (laughs) watching uh, it. When I was younger, I would write sequels to movies that I really liked, putting myself in the sequel. So I wrote a sequel to Lost Boys called Lost Boys 2 the next day that continues immediately after and the Frog yeah. Brothers have to bring in their cousin who, uh, you know, was, you. was me. And, um, <laughs> oh my God. and while I should have called him Poe Frog, um, oh, I didn't yeah. because I didn't realize until today 
that Edgar and Allan Frog was an Edgar Allan Poe nod. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's funny. And Mike goes, oh my God. And I'm like, what? He's like, I didn't realize that until just now. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the idea for my sequel. David kills, no, Michael. How did Ma- I forget his Michael. name? They say it every- Michael. <laughs> 118 times. Yes. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It was obnoxious about three minutes in. Michael. Yes. It would Michael. actually Michael. be, it would be a 37 minute long movie if they cut out all the Michaels. Yes. Yeah. So Michael kills David. So he has his first kill mm. uh, before the lead oh. vampires killed. So mm. yeah, it's all about yeah. Michael being a full on vampire now. And because they kill Max, spoiler alert, uh, Max uh, is the head Max vampire. the video store guy. Ed Herman is, uh, he's the head vampire. So uh, that makes Michael the new head vampire then. Does it though? Now, I thought I've never seen the official sequels, but I will say that's gotta be better than what they came up with. It is. I saw the first. Oh God. Of course you <laughs> They're did. about the Frog Brothers because uh, yeah. Parzago is doing a lot of direct-to-video. <laughs> he's still doing a lot of direct-to-video. Let's be fair. There is a question that I posed to Amanda last night after we finished the movie, and I kind of wanted to bring this up to you two. I thoroughly enjoyed watching the movie. I think it's a wonderful experience. Is it a good movie? No. Yes. No. (laughs) I think Allison and I are on the same page with this one. Like, (laughs) It's hilarious, but it's not good. Exactly, exactly. And I'm very much on the fence. Like, I loved it. I thoroughly enjoyed every frame of this film. Is it a good movie? No. Yes. No. <laughs> it makes zero sense. The cinematography was the guy who did, like, Taxi Driver and stuff. It's shot. Which so- blows my mind that he was, that he did this. What? Why? There were some good, like, drone shots or whatever, but the, the yeah. scene, drones back then, Allison. Whatever the hell it was. <laughs> helicopter shots. <laughs> But they it was invented very them for Lost Boys. When they were zooming out of the vampire cave island, mm-hmm. you could tell it was a reverse shot so yeah. much because of the way the oh, waves totally. were. I'm like, that's a reverse. Good for no, that. No, there were some awesome shots. At some points, it is a gorgeous movie to look at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not so much when like the if, hair extensions are When they're doing like screen, landscape but... like establishing shots. Those are really yeah. nice. And the night shots are lit up so well with the- They are. With the boardwalk. Yeah, like this shot Mm -hmm. of the motorcycles popping over the hill when they're racing at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Like the cuts to like the first person, like what they're seeing as they're racing Mm -hmm. along. Like that was a really cool scene. There's some decent shots. Uh, It's Michael Chapman, and uh, he also was the cinematographer for Raging Bull. Okay, like good good on him. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Can we talk real quick about the bat feet? (laughs) <laughs> oh yes. god oh please let's talk about these so, bat feet <laughs> it's established that they don't um, sleep in coffins like mm-hmm. lore would suggest but the that they cave, hang the cave, the cave, the cave is a coffin the cave yeah. is a coffin so instead they hang like upside down like bats when they're sleeping for whatever reason they were like let's really zoom in on Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland's bat feet which is literally a foot with one thumb gently <laughs> clamped onto a pole. Just like a chip clip. Just, just, <laughs> yeah. Just, no, that's perfect. Supporting yeah, your entire like... body weight. 
is the grossest foot I've ever seen. It doesn't even curl around. Like it's it just was a ha- it's a hand foot. That's all. It is a hand foot. foot. It's a hand foot like holding a taco. It's not clamped. <laughs> it's not clamped. I'm like, you didn't have to do that special effect. Amanda, you had such a visceral reaction when that zoom in happened. I did not like those fucking toes. Like, they're so pointy. So unnecessarily pointy. Like, we've covered on the podcast before my aversion to man feet. And I do have to say that I think every time I've seen Lost Boys, and I've seen it a lot, I have blocked that out because it was brand new to me. It was so disgusting. <laughs> I remember when the uh, like oh the Nika or Neca made a Lost Boy uh, David action figure, and uh, they had like different- Do they have a foot? Yeah, they had different feet that you could have for them oh, or something. No. And I remember looking like, oh, that's not in the movie. That's not canonical. So uh, <laughs> it is. watching it now, I was like, oh, shit. Ah. Well, so. if it makes you feel any better, it's only David's feet. We don't know for sure that the other ones have yeah, it. Yeah, but David's the coolest guy in the whole movie next to Tim Capello, the sax man. I don't know, man. I mean, to be fair, though, we're talking like up here. And then now we have Keith. Like, there's yeah. a major gap between the, Tim yeah. Capello and David the Vampire. Okay, I, I'm gonna have to go fair. on Wiki Feet and look at Tim Capello's feet now no. and make sure that they're oh not. Get off of Wikipedia. His feet off of Tim, <laughs> off of his feet. And they kept like holding on it for a really long time. You know, it what? was it, a long shot. I'm like, it you was. just needed one quick shot. You didn't need to keep going back and holding on. Right. It. It's like whoever in the prop department made those fucking feet, they were like, seriously, guys, like, can, can we just try to get our money's worth out of these feet? They cost like $7,000. Can you please make sure we hold on the feet as long as we can? This is the only thing I want. Please just please. hold on those feet. I worked so hard on them. Okay. I want my, my mom family would be to be real proud. proud. <laughs> My parents think I'm just fucking around. Can you please? So changing the subject. (laughs) Yeah, I want to get off of this. (laughs) You guys are hurting me. You're fine. (laughs) I also realized, and I think I knew this, but I uh, rediscovered it. My memory's terrible. Jason Patrick is, uh, first of all, a stage name. Uh, His real name is John Miller, but he is uh, Jason Miller's son jason miller father karis from the exorcist oh yes. i didn't know that whoa i was actually talking to my brother uh literally just a few hours ago who is a hardcore movie nerd and he filled me in on all the like weird connections associated with lost boys oh yeah yeah that's uh, definitely one of them jackie gleason is jackie exactly yeah, yeah. jason patrick's grandpa oh but, yeah uh, had oh. no uh no relation with the family at all. Yeah. Yeah. I had to look it up after the movie because I thought for sure that Jason Patrick was actually uh, the main villain from the movie The Warriors because, God, they look so similar. The guy that you're thinking of, though, is from uh, went to Wayne State. Did he really? Yeah. David Patrick Kelly, who does The Warriors, come out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. even Patrick was in the name, so it was even more oh, confusing. Yeah. So it sounds, it's, it's, some, it's a very similar name. Yep. Uh, yeah. Born in Detroit and uh, went to Wayne State. So, no uh, way. Yeah. Wow. I remembered him 
most as the guy who gets killed by Arnold Schwarzenegger at the beginning of Commando. Oh my God, that is the same guy. Yeah, it's Solly. Like someone late yeah. in the next scene says, what happened to Solly? And it's like one of the first Arnold Schwarzenegger quips that turned him into the quip master. He goes, I had to let him go because he drops him <laughs> off a cliff or something. Yeah, that was yeah. the same. Like remember when I said I'd kill you last? Yeah. <laughs> I lied. I lied. Oh my God. Oh, I can't wait for Capello <laughs> cast. Capello Cast is going to be the best podcast ever. I'm so excited I'm so for Capello scared. Cast. <laughs> I'm so scared. What's her face? Uh, Jamie. Jamie Gertz. Jamie Gertz from, mm-hmm. okay, I never watched Entourage, but I knew her from Entourage because I used to read oh, is she Us Weekly a lot. Yeah, she was uh, Ari Gold's wife. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I, um, and I, only, I seriously, I only know this because I used to just read a lot of Us Weekly. <laughs> never watched the show <laughs> so she's in this as just like a half vampire because she's been turned but she hasn't done her first kill yet right and i was convinced i'm like she's gonna be the main vampire i just know it and she wasn't which was kind of a bummer that would have been much more interesting i think yeah right Ooh, yeah there's actually a theory that i read last night that i 100 percent subscribe to now in which uh the grandfather is actually a half vampire i subscribe and to his that root too. beer I also is blood that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The root beer is blood, and uh, the widow Johnson turned David and everyone, and uh, exactly. I think yeah. that's part of like a spinoff comic book, maybe. Like I, I think the third movie actually establishes that as canon. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah I love yeah. that. All yeah. right, I yeah. can get on board because I was watching yeah. it this time with that in mind, and I was like, oh yeah, I can see that. It makes so much sense. There's three writers on it. Really, only two of them have done anything else. Jan Fisher. Also wrote an episode of Golden Girls, Diamond in the Rough, where nice. Blanche is embarrassed that her boyfriend isn't sophisticated enough. I actually remember that episode. Uh, I don't, but it's been a little while since I've watched Golden Girls. And I, I, I was a big B. Arthur fan, so I was usually paying attention to what was going on with her. That's fair. I inexplicably have like an encyclopedic knowledge of the Golden Girls. That's okay. It's it was just thing. it was on the TV twenty four seven when I was growing up. Yes, it was always on, especially yeah. when you're homesick from school. Exactly. So that's what you watch. We just bought Golden Girls artwork. We did. Oh, what's the name of that Ooh. artist? Nate Jones. Nate artist jo- Nate yeah. Jones. It's really cool artwork. And then the other writer who went on to do other things is Jeffrey Bohm, who is um the one who kind of adapted the screenplay that the other two people wrote. And uh, mm. because initially it was about little kids and the Frog Brothers were like chubby little cub scouts and oh, stuff like that. And, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. But he also huh. wrote the screenplay for Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Ooh. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. And uh, that's massive. Le- Lethal Weapon 3. Nice. And, I like that one too. Yeah. So, uh, so those are good like mm-hmm. films. I love it. Great movies. Films. Just like Lost Boys is a great movie. So and I don't think that's really... It? Yeah. It's, here's the thing, is that it's not that it's like a horrible movie. It's, it's just... Not. It really doesn't follow vampire lore very well. Like, there's a lot of, well, if they're going to burst into flames, how come this person doesn't... It's... I got a lot of questions. <laughs> and I'm not going to have a lot of answers. And additionally, like, it wasn't good. It wasn't a good movie. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't, like, it wasn't good. I'm hurt. I'm sorry. I really don't know. I legitimately don't have an answer. But it's so hilarious. Is Here's the thing, is that because a lot of, like, camp movies from the 80s 
let's face it, it's pretty campy. Like, oh he, yeah. god, yeah. Kiefer Sutherland's camp. If they had an award for the campiest camp that ever camped, he would win it. Just like the way he's. I mean, really, only for the way that he's like Michael. Michael, join us, Michael. Come on, Michael. Like that was hilarious. The maggots, Michael. How do they taste? How do they taste, Michael? Do you want some noodles, Michael? There was a lot of sexual tension. I will say, like, weirdly, movie. Of course, there is. It's Joel Schumacher. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I'm surprised that they didn't all get big, pronounced nipples when they turn into. (laughs) You didn't know that about vampires did you michael did my nipples get hard when i turn michael <laughs> just like giant silver dollar nipples that are always pointed <laughs> big old areola the big old areola yeah. can we just go they back become to dinner about plates mike <laughs> it just it really seemed like even though david Kiefer sutherland was like supposed to be into star i guess i don't know Hard to say. It really seemed like he wanted to kiss Michael. That's what he wanted was to... Definitely. Like, I feel like he just wanted to be a gay vampire, which is fine. You can be a gay vampire. Well, I mean, Jason Patrick does look a lot like Jim Morrison, and there is that giant Jim Morrison poster. So maybe... Yeah. Yeah. Because I kept saying, I'm like, why do they have that there? That makes no sense. There's no reason for that. Speaking of posters that don't make sense, Sam, Corey Haim, has a uh, very beefy Rob Lowe poster in his bedroom. Yep. Mm -hmm. And he ends up wearing a t-shirt later on that says something like, born to shop. Born to shop. Born to shop with the uh, garlic around it, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it made me kind of feel like the Sam character was originally written to be a 40-year-old single lady. So... I don't think you're wrong here because it was interesting to say the least. I would buy that. Amanda, you had an observation about um, Max's transformation at the end. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> so when Max, the uh, the head vampire, uh, turns officially, man, he looks like Eric Trump and it's so unsettling. <laughs> oh, <laughs> The first words out of my mouth to Ryan were, why is Eric Trump here? <laughs> if you look at a picture, it. like I legitimately. Oh my God. I was thinking at the time, like, oh, I always thought House of a Thousand Corpses was Rain Wilson's first movie. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I see it. Upturned nose and yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. Makes- I kept yep. thinking every time Bernard Shaw was on stage, be, uh, on screen, being kind of like the fo- poor man's Wilford Brimley, I was like, I wonder if Alex Bozanovic has ever masturbated to this movie. Oh my God. Because <laughs> that's definitely his type. Can you just, can you just out of context, uh, text him real quick and ask if he's ever masturbated to Lost Boys? I'm going to do better and I'm going to call him. Oh, so we yes! can get a live yes! reaction. Oh, I'm so glad to be a part of this episode where this is happening right now. This will so be worth it. Yes. He's not going to answer. Oh, come on. Oh, leave him a mean voicemail. You ever ah. I want nothing more than for him to call back. I understand. This would just be the cherry on top of an already fantastic episode. I'm guessing since you guys didn't love this movie. Uh, I don't know. That's well, the, I, I don't know. <laughs> he needs to yeah. think about it some more. He really needs to ruminate on it a little bit, I, I think. I, I guess you guys don't want to do a podcast where we only talk Lost Boys movies one, two, and three. And I'm uh, not watching the sequels. You're not? 
Amanda and I could not stand the Frog Brothers. And- we actually, <gasps> we firmly believe that they grew up to storm the Capitol on January 6th. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I, yeah, yeah, no, I am so sorry. Just, <laughs> oh my god, that's so I funny. could not, I could not stand them. And his fucking voice, his like, I think that's what it was. His, his like solid so snake impersonation. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I know. You gotta stake the vampires through the heart. I'm like nine. I didn't get that either. I'm like, why is his voice so deep? He's such. He's like yeah. If I didn't know that Solid Snake was based off of Snake Plissken from Escape from New York, you could tell me that, like, oh, you know that they based Solid Snake off of Corey Feldman in Lost Boys, and I would go, oh my god, I see it. The head. So actually, yeah, we've opened this door. I'm gonna go ahead and make a very nerdy Metal Gear connection here. Okay. So Kiefer Sutherland later on went to voice Solid Snake in the last Metal Gear Solid game that would come out. That character's real name he reveals in the first game is David. And I'm wondering if this was something that was planned. Because I know that the director of the games is a hardcore fan of like 80s camp movies. I bet it is. It's gotta be, right? Probably, right? Wow. A little bit. Since we all do improvised podcasts, uh, I do Truthcast, and you guys, of course, do Dead Waves Radio. Didn't say that at the top of the show. I should have said that, but I'm saying it now. Let's start a new podcast that's just an improvised podcast set in the universe of Lost Boys. Oh, I like this. Only if I can constantly just call you Michael. 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 (laughs) You know what? It'll be the three of us just saying Michael, and you've (laughs) got to react based on the inflection of the utterance of Michael. (laughs) Michael. I was looking at Amanda's face when I suggested that, and it looked like... Uh, a lot of God. I hope he's joking. <laughs> <laughs> he is. I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like anything nice to say about <laughs> about my thoughts. Uh, just man. I did, did you not... learn anything from this movie? Like, <laughs> oh, I think something I did learn was if you tell a woman uh, to to explain yourself and kind of force her enough, uh, you will eventually have sex with her. Because that was a whole thing, too. Yes. I can't tell you. I can't. Oh, let's make out. Yeah. Was, oh. That whole thing where I'm like, okay, she flew away. And then you ran to find her. And then you guys just hooked up. Like, you were mad at her. And then... You were like, what's going on? What's happening to me? And she's like, let me just take off my top. Like, instead of explaining it, what if we just fucked right now? <laughs> Let's do that. Mm-hmm. Let's just have a weird sex scene where we just kiss real passionately behind some gauzy curtains. And then you see my hand brush the strap of your top off. And then we're just going to cut to the ocean and then flying through clouds. And it's going to be set to a song called Cry Little Sister. (laughs) Stop it. Stop it. Don't ruin the movie for me. Because listen, you know what? When I'm... I'm just telling you, I'm explaining what happens. Those are facts. Here's a You Made Me Watch exclusive. This is how Benji was made. Allison said, uh, uh, what's your favorite movie? And I said, Lost Boys. And she's like, what's that about? And then I took her behind a gauzy curtain. and, uh, And then we flew through the sky. Yes. And uh, saw a stork, and he brought a spongy. Yeah, he was like, here you go. 
Hold this. <laughs> Hold this. <laughs> Hold on to this. I'll be right back. And then, and he's still here, so we like him. You mentioned the doors before, you know, with the big picture of Jim Morrison. I'm kind of wondering if that in some way kind of relates to the whole satanic panic that was also happening, because if you know anything about Jim Morrison, I mean, he, he really did did get pretty deep into, you know, a lot of satanic shit. So I'm wondering if that was maybe in some way like a reference. Probably. Maybe, yeah. And they were like, eh, he's harmless enough that if we put his image up, it's not like too bad. I bet you're right. I bet that's why. Because it's, yeah, satanic panic was in pretty full force then. And I had this theory in my head and I don't know how to put it into words necessarily. Oh, no, but you're I'm not going to seduce us and have sex behind a gauzy curtain, are you? <laughs> well, Damn after it. that, oh, okay. after that's done, uh, something that I did notice, you got characters Star, David, Michael. I'm wondering if there's some relation to, like, the vampires representing, like, the Jewish elite. Jewish huh. people. You oh, know, my God. As, as odd as that sounds, I kind of also had the same thought because right. we watch movies with subtitles on. Uh-huh. So there's like certain lines where words would line up where it's like star to David or... There's literally a line where it says star, David, like addressing both of them in that order. And uh-huh. I'm like, oh, huh. huh. It might be. That's not a terrible theory. I, I kind of like that. That maybe, maybe it yeah. is like a thing where... Is Schumacher a Jewish last name? I think so. I, it sounds like I don't necessarily know. know. Just Google, is Joel Schumacher a Jew? Yeah, I'm yeah see, at... Joel Schumacher is Jewish. Oh, yeah, I, I guess I could do that. He's looking at <laughs> IMDb like, I wonder if he's Jewish. You know how IMDb, they put that little gold star next to all the Jews. Yeah, yeah, to each, to each like, yeah, if they're yeah. Jewish, they get the little star, of course. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're so mean. <laughs> I love you. Swedish Jew. He's Jewish. Interesting. Well, yeah, I don't have a lot of evidence to back that up, but I... That is just something that kind of came up to me when I was watching the movie. Maybe on the uh, Capello cast, we can do a whole episode about Deep Dive. <laughs> Lost Boy. I mean, eventually we're going to have to talk about Lost Boys on the Capello We'll have cast. to do a Lost Boys episode of the Capello cast, of yeah. course, but yeah, that's down the road. We've got a lot of Capello to cover before we get there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Starting with the Tina Turner years. and uh, I'm not going to be part of it. I uh, didn't ask you to be. Okay. Like, I'm sorry, but uh, you and Amanda, you're not invited to the Capello cast. This oh, is a me no. and Mike thing. Yep. I'm heartbroken. So sad. <laughs> what the Capello cast is boys only. Yeah. Boys only. Boys only in this Capello cast. No girls and allowed. We, we spell boys with a Z in it, of by the course. way, too. Yeah. Honestly, it makes sense that it's no girls allowed. Yeah. Because. Yeah. <laughs> His scene was the gayest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it was With gayer than chains? Freddy, too. Yeah. Yeah. I just remembered how Lost Boys came up last time, oh, too. No. It's because you guys all played saxophone. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Saxophone. And we had brought up that specific scene. And I remember saying that if I could live that life unironically, I would. And I still I firmly it. stand by that. How about instead of a Capello cast, we just... Uh, Oil ourselves up, topless, and Ryan, you teach me how to play the saxophone. So we're just getting rid of the whole like excuse, and we're just getting right to the meat of it. Okay, yep. I'm just, fine with that. Just a YouTube channel, just me and you, shirtless and glistening, you teaching me how to play a saxophone. 
You've got it. Okay. <laughs> it's fun being with improv people because they have to yes and. We literally have to. Yeah. We can't say no to anything. I nope. wish yep. that you would make an exception. <laughs> That's called blocking and we frowned down upon it. I know. Was this a definite step down from everything is illuminated? Fuck yes it was. Yeah. No, not necessarily, but it was a lateral step. Well, I fell down <laughs> 10 flights of stairs to watch this movie. That's the step down it i fell and i broke my wrists both of them and i can't get up i'm literally wounded from this movie it was fi- it was hilarious at times but was it you good? broke your wrists but both you can't of them, get up i can't get <laughs> okay. up I just because I have no core strength, no core strength. Okay, okay, okay. I need to push up on my hands, but my wrists are broken, so it's just. Well, a good exercise is hanging off of a train track while the train is going, and then just you know letting go because you're a vampire now, and I guess that works. Maybe I could get some cool feet, or (laughs) and just hang upside down. If your feet look like that, I would divorce you. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Alex. Ooh, Alex is here. This is very important. Uh, You're on the podcast. We're watching Lost Boys. Have you ever masturbated to Lost Boys? Uh, I have not. Are you familiar with Lost Boys? I am familiar with Lost Boys, but I have never watched Lost Boys. The grandpa, Bernard Shaw, is the poor man's Wilford Brimley. I'm just letting you know. Okay. um, Once I'm back home, I will immediately masturbate to Lost Boys. Thank you so much. And please think of me after you've cleaned up. I might think of you before the mess even happens. I would feel most comfortable if you did it after you cleaned up. Alex, make him as uncomfortable as possible. <laughs> please. That That is my purpose on this earth. Oh, thank God. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, the whole time I was watching it, I was just like, oh, yeah, Bernard Shaw, that's in Alex's wheelhouse. Thank you for picking up. This was so important. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm so glad we got uh, that. Yeah, that was the most important part of this entire episode. True. Was finding yeah. out. True. Now we know that Alex Bozanovic has not masturbated to Lost Boys yet. As yet. of this recording. Yes. Okay. Let's play a round of Never Have I Ever, and then uh, we'll uh, uh, wrap it up. Um, Never Have I... Wait, you raise your hand if you have done it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Never Have I Ever Masturbated to Tim Capello. If you have done it, you raise your hand? Yeah. God damn it. Should have known. Well, we'll just leave that for the audience to figure out what happened. In a I'm visual so room. upset. But I think it's pretty clear by Amanda and Allison's responses. They'll know. Yes. The audience will know. Dead Waves Radio is back better than ever. And uh, yeah. Oh, yes. So tell me what's going on, guys. How's uh, Honk If You're Henry and how's how's everything going? Henry's my favorite. Uh, everything's been going really well. Um, like you were saying, uh, we just did start season three of Dead Waves been a really great start so far uh we have some great guests lined up we want you back we do. i'm just gonna I, say this like right yeah. now okay we, we still need to find out what's going on with cupid oh cupid. or has cupid been oh we've got a yeah we gotta talk about cupid Uh-oh. oh no is love dead oh we gotta talk about cupid love is not dead love survives okay but we gotta talk about Cupid. Well, then I'm but gonna. But we do have... need you back because we I'm... do have ideas. We okay. have a plan for you. I'm gonna have to catch up then, and uh, 
find out where I'm at. <laughs> if you just listen to the um, season two finale, that'll fill you in as to what happened to Cupid. But we've got a plan for you. Exclusive. Exclusive. You heard it here first, <laughs> more than likely. <laughs> That's the uh, awesome. Dead Waves <laughs> Did you know that Beaker from the Muppets is Oh my god, that's so fun! That's great, I love uh, it. Yeah, we're doing Beaker-only episodes from now on, so, uh, <laughs> you know. It's an auditory experience, let oh. me tell you. Ooh, like ASMR, but like... Yes. ASMR Beaker? Oh, that's going to be a thing. I hope it is. Guys, thank you so much for being on another episode. Yes, and thank you. Uh, Thanks for having us on. I yeah, love getting to spend time with you guys. <laughs> you are such a delightful couple. And Same to you. Everyone should rush out and see you perform live, listen to yes. Dead Waves Radio, and uh, support everything that you guys do because you two are awesome. Yeah. Along with, you know, your third chair, Alex Piccolo. Because we all need yeah. an Alex in He's all right. Lives. Yeah. <laughs> we all oh, hey, Alex. you know what? If you just want to give me a quick second, I can actually call Alex Piccolo and see if he's ever masturbated to the Lost Boys. Ooh. Oh, what if he says to Kiefer Sutherland's feet? Then I'm going to have a real problem. Well, then we uh, break up with Alex. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Fair, 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 yeah. Fair. yeah. Hey, um, so you're actually on You Made Me Watch right now with uh, Mike and Allison Bobbitt, and we have a very important question to ask you. Yeah. Okay, so what we need to know is, have you ever masturbated to the film The Lost Boys? No. Have I thought about it? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, excellent. Thank you so much. We will talk to you later. We've solved one mystery today. Mm-hmm. And that sure. is, neither of our Alexes have masturbated to The Lost Boys We've yet to meet an Alex who's masturbated to the Lost Boys. So if you are an Alex who's masturbated to the Lost Boys, where should they send that email to? Oh, join the Facebook group. Yeah, facebook.com slash group slash you made me watch. Yeah, you don't need to put any explanation. Just post the word yes. And we'll know. And if you want to send me like a private shot of like a video of you doing no, that. No, don't send can... that. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> you got to be careful. You will get some. You are opening some horrible this. floodgates. Edit this out. Don't edit this that. out. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. That's edited out. Floodgates. Now I can't edit oh, it out. Oh, no. Hilarious. <laughs> a floodgate of Alex Seaman. All right. On that. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us. And uh, I can't wait to see you guys in person. Yay. Yes, Hell same yeah. Here. Allison, your life is richer having seen Lost Boys. Sure. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Bye. I ran into Corey Feldman at the comedy store dressed exactly like Laddie from Lost Boys. I really wanted to go up to him and just say, uh, hey, man, I, I really enjoy your work. But then I was like, I don't know. I'm not going to go up to some guy wearing sunglasses <laughs> dressed like a drum major. You know, like, yeah. no. I just kind of walked past him and just kind of gave him a nod. I think he was kind of secretly hoping that someone was going to talk to him, but everyone was ignoring him. <laughs>